Hello, welcome to episode 329 of the official podcast. We've got a meaty episode today. There's been a few things happening around the yard. A lot of uh, interesting things happening, I would say, potentially with aircraft and ex-presidents. Um, <laughs> yeah, not related. Different different subjects. Uh, but I wanted to start this off just like a, a nice little icebreaker. How do you guys do with confrontation in general? Like physical in the real world? No, it doesn't need to be physical. I know how you do with like... Alcoholics Anonymous meeting now? No, 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 no. There's there's a reason for this, don't worry. Not like physical confrontation, just like any kind of confrontation where you have to like argue with someone in the the real world though, because I know it's very easy online when there's a screen uh, separating you two. Get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah. As as a kid, I used to hate it and I would go completely out of my way to avoid it. But now I kind of realized as long as you just stay nice and friendly, you can kind of say whatever you want, you know? Yeah, if you're respectful about it. Yeah. But it's not, I would, I, I agree with that. I would say that I'm still not someone that like enjoys confrontation though, right? Like you don't. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> Most people don't. Unless you're... <laughs> there is absolutely people that get off on confrontation. One hundred percent. Not in the real like world. BPD. Just on Twitter. No, in the real no, world. No, absolutely in, in the real world. world. In the I real can't world. I've met anyone that just loves confrontation. I, I, I will not say who, but I've got a family member who literally loves fighting with managers and waiters. Exactly. And, I was going to say, yeah, go to somewhere like retail or something. Loves you feeling. Will see people who love it. Loves feeling vindicated in like winning every confrontation like if they have to uh deal with a manager or anything loves feeling like they won that's super different from like the initial question like i thought it was about people we know not like just general strangers like i'm not going to be arguing with the person that's arguing with the cashier at walmart well even andrew it's a family member yeah but also just like the initial question the initial question was like me argue. getting in an argument with someone who loves confrontation. No, no my you're saying they openly say who don't love like confrontation. People, they don't openly say I love confrontation. If anything, they always think they're in the right and they're the peace yeah. seekers. Yes, and they get yeah. fucked with. If you've ever yeah. had a BPD girlfriend, for instance, you'll know. Yeah, this. this this person always thought they were in the right, and yep. and at any slighting towards them would want to do whatever they could to just be like, nope, I'm getting my way. They wanted the yeah. I've also got several people in my family who operate that way. Like at the slightest slight, uh, out comes the confrontation monster, and then they feel vindicated about exerting their power of people who really can't. Like in retail, like if they get their order wrong or something like that, there'll yep. be a whole kerfuffle, and then they're like, "Well, I was exerting my right as a customer or whatever." It was like, "No, you're kind of just being a dick because you like." like the confrontation yeah uh this person in particular on my end we would go to restaurants and if we had to wait for a waiter more than a reasonable amount of time they would get very upset and want to speak to a manager and say oh this this is how you run your business huh and they genuinely liked it because they felt they were proving a point and going oh look at how correct i am about how bad this service is what so a yeah, I would, piece of shit. Yeah, there are people, <laughs> but the point is, there are people like that. There are absolutely, there are absolutely real yeah. world people like that. So I, I think it's probably more question? common than you think. Uh, I was getting to the point that I had a bit of confrontation <laughs> this week, this weekend, oh. heading into the new week. Um, 
I had I had gone outside, and this is this hits close to home because it's a neighbor dispute, which is Oof. awkward because you have to live next to them, obviously. Oh, oh no! Um, so I went outside this weekend uh, to do some lawn work, some gardening, maintaining the the garden, the prestige of my home, and I was walking around the yard uh, along the perimeter fence dividing my property from my neighbor's property, and all along the fence were cigarette butts. Just like constant cigarette butts. I had to pick up about f- like 40 of them, um, which is which is bad, obviously, because it's a fire hazard to some degree. And also my dog could eat them and get sick, which is very bad. Um, and it was obviously the neighbor because there was ash along the top of the fence. Uh, so they, they've just been dumping <laughs> their... <laughs> Yeah, I know. They've just, just been dumping their cigarettes. Just using as an ashtray? <laughs> Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck. Now I need to go have a talk to them to be like, hey, please stop putting cigarette butts on my lawn. So I'm oh, using man. my property as an ashtray. Just a, just an awkward situation. Um, and as, as a person that's not a fan of confrontation, I was like, shit, no, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Like, I think I'm pretty in the right in this situation. So it made the confrontation a little bit easier to swallow. Um, so I put on my big boy pants and cruised over there, knocked on their door, and a, a nice little old woman <laughs> comes out. And I've got a plastic bag full of, full of, uh, you know, half. Oh, you brought evidence, cigarette. Jesus! <laughs> yeah, of course I had to. Did you bring out her surveillance photo too? I, I would have if I had a, a camera set up. Why wouldn't you bring evidence? You could still just have the conversation without yeah. it. But I think it's cute that you brought the evidence. <laughs> well, I didn't want them to be like, uh, it could have, it could have. I don't know. They could have used excuses or anything. I don't want to show up with my uh, pants down, basically. Um, so yeah, I showed I showed them the cigarettes, and she did use excuses. She's like, "No one smokes in our house," and, and I'm like, "But <laughs> the cigarettes." The, the, the Was ash she holding a cigarette all. when you said that? The ash. No, I'll think? tell you. I'll, I'll, no, Kaya, I know what you're going to say, and it, you're you're probably correct. Um, so she she started using excuses like, oh, there's kids in the neighborhood that like to jump over fences. One smashed my pot the other week. They're probably jumping over your fence and smoking in your yard. And I'm like, I don't think <laughs> The so. hottest smoking spot in town is Jackson's yeah. yard. Everyone, where all the teens so hang out. There's a line to get in. Everyone comes to my yard to smoke. As a bouncer. <laughs> it's the local haunt. <laughs> Um, so I was like, okay, uh, well, I don't think that's the case, but I might, I'll put up a camera to just to make sure to keep pro- both of our properties safe from these, these marauding gang of children smoking. <laughs> um, so I, I said that, and I think that put the fear of God on her a little bit. And then what my theory is, <clears throat> cause it ha- it seems to happen early in the morning, uh, from what my partner has said, what my girlfriend has said, cause she can see the smoke coming out of the yard <laughs> at like 4am. <laughs> So what I think it is is there might be a sneaky older husband that's lying about his yeah. smoking habits to his mm, wife, and then dumping the evidence into my yard. Um, so I think I think they've had a comp- this happened very recently. This happened two days ago. So since then I haven't noticed any cigarettes in my yard. So I've d- I do feel vindicated a little bit. But now I also feel bad because I feel like I put marital strain. Yeah, you just caused their divorce. Elderly people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to notice a for sale sign up. I noticed they hadn't taken their bins in, which is very unlike them uh, from the curbside. So I think there was, there's trouble in paradise at the moment. You should have been door. smarter about hiding the evidence. I think yeah, maybe I, you just got used thinking. to it while your house was still under construction and no one cared. But yeah. now that somebody lives there, it's an issue. 
Yeah, you know what? That's probably correct. But like, yeah, that seems like such a weird way of hiding evidence to dump it on someone else's lawn. Like, obviously, they're going to complain, right? How do you even, like, hide being a smoker, really? Especially, like, a yeah, you regular smoker. It. Don't you stink? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So it was cigarettes, right? Yeah, cigarettes, like, that's, legitimate. That's such a, like, small little treat to sneak, too. You would think if he sneaks smoking, he'd do, like, a cigar or weed or something more exotic, you well, know? Well, a cigar usually is just kind of, like... A celebratory thing or like, an, like <laughs> yeah. a social thing, not well, so much like a full he, habit. He's celebrating sneaking it from his wife. He got away with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it's like, I think he's probably been a smoker throughout his life. Uh, and then there might have been an argument or a fight with his wife at some point mm. and he's, he's gone off it. He said that he's not going to smoke anymore. Now he doesn't smoke. If I'm going to psychoanalyze him, I may as well go the full way. Um, and then, so... He's he's maybe the stress of the uh, environment at the moment in terms of banks going under and stuff has caused him to reevaluate his life and now he wants to smoke again. So he's plotting so the murder of his wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was gift him a vape. Yeah, I felt like I was because we also had some troubles with him with him specifically, not the wife. Throughout the building process, uh, he tracked me down in my other property before I had moved into my property, my new property, I mean, um, he, he somehow found my address and tracked me down to like, uh, sort out like a fencing dispute kind of thing, uh, which I thought was pretty fucked up, <laughs> like tracked me down. Like my address wasn't public or anything. He just showed up on my door and knocked, um, and, yeah, and like, probably just asked the contractor then. or something. I assume so. Yeah. But I thought that shit was meant to be like confidential. I don't know. It just felt I weird. I really doubt it. Um, so yeah, there's been a few issues with him in the past. So I was fully expecting to get into a, a full on brawl in the streets about it. Cause he's like a pretty, uh, big dude. Um, but yeah, no, it was a nice little conversation with his wife and I added him to her, which is good. <laughs> so no, he's going to we'll be extra angry. <laughs> yeah. Starts dumping <laughs> meth on my lawn. Dead animals. Upgrades. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess along that vein, have you guys ever had any neighbor disputes or any kind of big confrontations oh, in your time. life that you can point to? Really? Mm -hmm. All the time. When I was a teenager I so in lucky. Turkey, when, it, like, the thing you have to know, in Turkey, our buildings are basically made out of sand, which is why they collapse <laughs> if anybody shakes the ground with, like, an earthquake. <laughs> it also means you can literally hear the neighbors, like, flush their toilets and have disputes with their wives or, like, walk around. And we had the upstairs neighbor from hell. This oh, bitch man. would come home drunk at like 3 a.m. and vacuum in stilettos. This oh, is a habit I still not figured no out. She would come home at 3 a.m. from some fucking bar drunk out of her mind because we would literally yell at her and she would yell at us. I've been yelled at by her. I have yelled at her. And keep in mind, I was like 15, 16 or something. Her older brother came to yell at me and I yelled at him. And oddly enough, one time when I was doing an internship at a tech company, my boss actually knew our upstairs neighbor. And he said, oh, yeah, that guy's always been an asshole. <laughs> he literally knew his name and everything. He's known around town. Yeah, I guess, yeah, as an asshole neighbor. I mean, his whole family. Anyway, one ball. So I, I would lose my mind, though. If anybody's ever had to suffer through, like, noise, relentless noise. I, we lived sure, across a fucking yeah. nightclub, too, which is 
was just awful but i would snap i would genuinely just sometimes fucking lose it i would take like a baseball bat and start hitting the pipes on like the walls and the ceiling <laughs> to like fucking simmer down bitch and shit but what about your net downstairs neighbor now they're gonna listen to you beating the pipes no i know i mean it's not as if i made a lot of sounds uh, otherwise unless they made me snap that's the of course i also felt bad anyway they also made the ceiling leak a few times so it was just a horrible fucking neighbor um one day their mom died the elderly one and i remember like opening the apartment our apartment door to the stairwell as they were carrying her body out to the ambulance or something and i yelled that whore is in hell now and i slapped the door <laughs> <Wait>, shut. <laughs> holy shit <laughs> you weren't a fan i could see fuck them that that entire family is hellbound you know that older brother of her that i just mentioned he came down to yell at my mother my single mother and her like teenage boy son like fuck you who the hell does that they were Why? the what, trashiest what were fucking yelling, family what were they yelling at you guys about my mom literally just left them a note please stop banging on the floors at 3 a.m and he he somehow <laughs> took this as the biggest slight in his life he really had his ego bruised for some fucking reason because apparently it was his little nephew that was making the noise which is like why the fuck is your five-year-old like yeah like what the fuck so he was like actually i don't know if he was inebriated or what but he was like spitting screaming in my face and he crumpled the paper up and threw it in my face and everything it's probably because you suggested that he should parent his nephew and he didn't like that you shouldn't and do Turks that. Yeah, you did go a little far when you suggested that his nephew keep it down at 3 a.m. Yeah, it's a little fucked up. How's he supposed to express himself? Yeah. There's also this thing where Turkish people especially get very defensive about boy children. Like, my boy should be able to do fucking anything, and how dare you tell him to stop, basically. They get mm, very offended really? over it. Um, but yeah, that was the neighbor from hell. One time, she, the neighbor lady herself, also came up to our place to scream at us because my mom had sent her a message to please turn the TV down. So she came <laughs> home from the fucking bar. Why were you she guys was so fucking drunk? Oh why God. were you guys? <laughs> why were you guys constantly sending little notes to them uh, asking for just pleading like one? Like- turn it off so she comes she's screaming at us again and guys like she is so drunk i can smell it like if i threw a lit match at her she would light up like a christmas tree she was (laughs) soaked in alcohol so she screams she goes back up and my mom is desperate now they're still banging on just making noise and she's like scared that they're gonna leak the ceiling again so we call the cops my mom yeah i was gonna say when did the cops in a complaint yeah so she calls the cops they show up an hour later one cop this cop looks like a fucking mugger. He just—I was actually scared of the cop. He's a part he of that family. He knocked on the door and he was smoking. It was like, oh, what's the issue? And he had like completely yellowed like um, hands because he was just, I guess, chain smoking the whole time. Uh, he didn't do anything. He said, "I knocked on their door and they didn't answer." <laughs> he just started he making went. more noise. He, starts he goes up there and starts clogging. <laughs> yeah. I just—I have to really underline just how scary the police officer looked. I almost called the cops on him again. It's like this sucks. I, I nothing was as good for my mental health as just moving out from there yeah. into Germany. When wow. I lived That's in an the... apartment, we had a neighbor similar to that, but it wasn't like an old woman or anything. It was a. Uh... I think it was a single mom, if I remember correctly, and she had, like, a teenage son. And for some reason, they would always be, like, banging on the floor pretty late at night. I don't understand why that's so common in apartments. I really don't. Sounds like he lived under Kaya. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got off. Dude, I got I off know. kind of a uh, kind of lucky with a similar story, but I had an apartment neighbor where every single day, even weekends, I don't know why. I never figured out anything about them, but we shared a uh, wall between the two main bedrooms. And every single day at about 6.30 in the morning, they would blast like pop rock. And it would last for about 30 minutes and then shut off and not be heard again for the rest of the day. So I think it was their alarm in the morning. But it was so loud, I could hear every lyric of what the singers were singing through the walls. And after, like, I kind of ignored it at first because I was like, okay, maybe it's... I don't know, something's just going on, whatever. And then after a few days of it, when it would hop on and I'd get woken up, I'd start banging on the wall. And I'd just be like, hey, cut that shit out. But they couldn't hear it because the music was so fucking loud. (laughs) Uh, I did get off lucky, though. Uh, Eventually, I wrote them a note. And I was like, hey, I work nights. And, you know, you wake up really, really early. And I can hear your alarm through my wall. And it's just completely ruining my sleep. Would you mind you know, cranking it down or figuring out something else. And after that, it happened a couple times, but it was very sporadic. It was just, it, it just seemed like, oh, yeah, it nice. seemed to me like every now and then they'd forget and it would happen. But yeah, they stopped. I was shocked. I was shocked it was that easy. Did they uh, like make any contact with you no. after that point to say sorry? I think they still live there and I have never once spoken to them or seen who they are or anything. <laughs> But I hear them, you know, moving around in there every now and then. But I was amazed that it worked. I really thought they were going to be dickheads about it. That, that I was going to say, that's like the main issue with um, confrontation with me, especially in like neighbor disputes and stuff, is you don't know, generally you don't know what kind of person you're dealing with. And the confrontation itself could just be an escalation into even more miserable living standards. Mm-hmm. Like the person could start going insane, like, I was taking a risk talking to my neighbor because there could have been the potential for even more cigarette butts being dumped on my lawn. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the outcome of that situation is going to be. Yeah. You guys see that news article where some guy, I think, was shoveling snow and his neighbors came out and said, oh, stop fuck. shoveling your snow into our yard. And they started arguing and one of them said, shoot us then, you fucking loser or something. And the guy came out with his gun and shot them. Oh, that is God. actually <laughs> such a fucked video, Kaya. I know exactly what you're talking about. So this... To I've not ex- seen the video. Oh, to explain. I probably oh, got half of that wrong, too. You're, you're close. The video is fucking horrifying. Uh, it was these two neighbors. They they lived together for a while, or across from each other for a while. They usually get in arguments and shit. And I, I think it was about shoveling snow. Like, they were shoveling snow yeah. and getting on the other guy's property or whatever. And they started arguing in the street. Uh, and then the argument stops... And one, the one guy goes back to his house, gets his fucking pistol out. Or no, was it a pi- I don't think it was a pistol. He gets some fucking- gun. Yeah, he gets some fucking gun out and just executes the lady in the street. Like he shoots her, she falls Holy over. Fuck. He then puts the gun to her head and said, you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. And oh then my bl- God. And then blows her head off. And then the, the dad runs into the garage only to get shot and killed by him as well. And then the neighbor went into his house and killed himself. <laughs> So you wow. don't you, you really dispute. don't know who you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you really don't. Yeah. That video was haunting. Oh my god. Yeah. Because he's he like he was so calm about it too. He just said you should have kept your fucking mouth shut and then killed her 
on the street in broad daylight. Execution. Yep. That's executed so her like in you broad fucking this... daylight. Well, I guess he wasn't that calm about it though. If he killed himself afterwards. Well, I just mean like the video itself. Like he's oh. very, very calculated, like, hauntingly calm. Yeah. Literal psychopath. Yep. It wasn't Didn't like the a. Also have a child. That's not an option. I, I well, have no idea. idea. Jesus Christ. They're, it seemed like they were in their 40s, 50s, so Dude, they probably had children. I, I think the same thing every single time with road rage. Like when oh, you, road rage is never worth it. Yeah. When you're driving on the road and you see these people who are like tailgating and speeding and flying through lanes and like flashing brights and honking doing all this shit, I always think, you know, what if they're behind the car of a dude who's just got a shotgun in the back seat? Like, what the fuck do you do? You just cause your own funeral. I just I mean, being an I idiot. Even have to generally worry about that in Australia, obviously, but there are like cases even here that I've heard of, like admittedly more rural, like out in the, you know, mm -hmm. middle of nowhere. Like these giant farm um properties get in disputes with each other. There's one recently, I'm pretty sure, like in the last year, and somehow uh that escalated to the point where two people were shot and killed. Um so it does it happens even here. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's just you never know who you're dealing never. with on the other end, what kind of also, mental situation. Don't yell this that's right, you're a pussy. Pussy, pussy. Her husband <laughs> continues while flipping off the man. It's like, <laughs> why? This reminds me of that other video of the, um, like, four hicks fighting each other. Not fighting, but they had a basically a standoff, and two of them had guns. You guys remember the I Doubt It couple? Like the fat oh, guy and the yeah, son? I and do. they were arguing over a mattress or something, and uh, their hick neighbors were like, you're not gonna shoot us, you're not gonna do shit. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And the hick was basically just going, I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it. Until at the very end, he shot them both. Yeah. I, why do you argue with somebody holding a gun to you? Well, what I, what I, I never know. understand is why they go forth and provoke when the yeah. dispute could be settled. The whole point of a dispute is, oh, we have an issue. And then eventually you realize either they're not gonna budge or you can reach a common ground. And when you reach that point, that's when you walk away. But what they'll do is they'll reach that point and then they'll keep provoking and like escalating for no reason. Well, they'll escalate even like if you're talking to like a brick wall, like if I if you don't get the results that you want from the confrontation itself, like the person yeah. blows you off to continue. That is just like exactly it's just weird to continue to, to when to the escalate person it. has a gun. If you pull oh, a gun. Absolutely. It's, at that I'm point, right. I don't care if I'm in the right anymore. This fucker is pulling out a gun on me over a goddamn mattress. I'll settle yeah, this in court that's... or something. And I'm not right <laughs> yeah, here that's... right now. I'm leaving. <laughs> that's that's a level of escalation I don't think words can reach. I don't think I could convince him at that point. <laughs> He's pulling yeah. out a 44. That no, reminds no, me no, of one of my favorites. You just so. need to be better with your word choice. Yeah. <laughs> you can set down the gun like, wow, I, I can't believe it. I see you're in my ways now, Jackson. Thank you. I see. Uh, you're saying, I dare you, pussy, pussy. <laughs> I dare you, pussy is bad negotiation tactic. Yeah, yeah, you are shoot me, pussy. It's Man, a charisma check. You know. That reminds me of my favorite subgenre of videos on the internet that I will always watch of Russian traffic uh, violations where you'll have a car behind another one and they're like, you know, tailgating, speeding up, honking, maybe tapping their bumper and the dude in front of them will just pull an AK-47 out the window and then and then everything just immediately stops and they'll go about their day. It's so good. It happens all the time. It happens in uh, oh. in America as well, right? Uh, California is pretty wild with police 
chases at the moment from what I've noticed. Oh, um, yeah, there's a lot of those. There, there was there was a recent one that I was watching where... Fuck, I'm trying to remember. The guy was driving erratically and, and started being chased, and he, he was just taking pot shots out the window, basically, <laughs> at, at cars behind him. Um, so, yeah, it happens everywhere. It's wild. Yeah. It's insane. What is I'm up with California police chases? Does that happen... Does that happen everywhere in America? Oh, that yeah. frequently, Cali- or is California's, it just California? That's the hub of police chases. It's. I mean, what? it's also because it's the densest population area with a lot of cars. But it happens that's in every state. That's pretty ironic, considering they don't police anything else ever. And you can <laughs> pretty much just be a criminal freely, like it's GTA. With, like, the zero star hack. And then Californians are so used to this now. Have you guys seen this candidate for a DA in California who says that uh, you should just get used to people breaking into your car? Yeah, no that's San Francisco. So, San Francisco, I think. I, I put it in our... They fucking um, elected Seth Rogen. Are you kidding me? Topic. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was Seth Rogen, too. Yeah, basically yeah. the same. Yeah, so there, there's this person, I don't know who this is, but Snehal Antani, who was lamenting that, like, people broke into his friend's car and stole like $10,000 in gear, and they were obviously just very upset by this, I guess, because who the fuck likes to be robbed? And there's the implication yeah. of, well, what if I had been in the car? Like, what if... They would have robbed would me. Have, would I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would, have, been would I have had a gun in my face? Like, but anyway, John Hamasaki says, interesting, would getting your car window broken and some stuff stolen leave you, quote, scarred forever? Is this what the suburbs do to you? Shelter you from basic city life experiences so that when they happen, you are broken <laughs> uh, to the core? <laughs> that's like such a douche. That person is another psychopath because you're not considering, yes, it could. What if you're diabetic and they steal your backpack and your insulin's in there? Good luck. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, what well, if you're just used to city of, living, pussy? Yeah, it's, fucking toughen up. It's it's wild to me that uh, thievery, theft, is like treated as like righteous at the moment. Like oh, <laughs> I God. often see on Twitter thieves being like oh, celebrated, God, like yeah. taking you to the it, fucking corporation. Like and if Kaya, you care at all, you're a little bitch, pussy. Like well, if you, yeah, you this, care about your Kaya stuff stolen. Is also, Kaya is also completely correct about everyone just accepts it. Uh, Mark Rober, yeah. the guy who does engineering projects on YouTube, he made a video where he fucked with car thieves in San Francisco because it is the car breaking capital of the United States. It's gotten so bad there that people, when they park, leave the trunk open just to show thieves there's nothing in the car. Yeah, I heard this too. The trend where they That's just leave their country, cars baby. literally... Unlocked because you know if they're gonna break in, they're gonna break in anyway. Might as well save yeah, them the trouble break of my breaking window. my window. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so the, John continues. By the way, he says, "I've had my windows broken two times when I was living paycheck to paycheck. It sucked financially, but it had zero impact on my sense of public safety. I can't even imagine the world one must live in where this would be the most traumatizing incident in their life." That's oh, so goddamn insensitive. <laughs> oh my god! Such a douche. Not well, it's not, it's it not has nothing to do with insensitive. It's insanity, yeah. is what it yeah. is. <laughs> it's but, fucking but it's, stupid. It's both. Imagine if you're struggling. Imagine if you're homeless and all you have is a car where you sleep. Someone breaks your window. Cool. You now have nothing insulating you from if it gets cold it's, outside. It's, it's not even that. It's like the wage disparity, the income disparity, the uh, like class disparity. Ninety five, probably more. Ninety nine percent of uh, people in general will be affected 
in like a pretty major way by having their car broken into an item stolen from them. That is yeah. a large amount of people Dude, that I'm would be affected you, by like, this. Like Jackson said, it's so normalized now, especially this shit with the shoplifting is a victimless crime. Why do you care, Karen? Whenever like a <laughs> grocery store employee actually prevents a crime like a shoplifter, it's always, why does this Karen care, stupid Karen? You're not paid <laughs> enough to Karen. It's like these people have such low resolution brains, they literally cannot like think to the conclusion of their of the shit that they advocate like okay if everybody shoplifts you know what happens the what happened in portland walmart literally sh is going to shut down all of their locations in portland because of shoplifting imagine being so shitty like too shitty for walmart in your city <laughs> kaya you you uh reminded me of a very good but, one sorry, i wanted to bring up i, I but... didn't mean to cut you off but this by the way translated into a loss of like 600 uh jobs so all of those employees yeah. are now unemployed. Do you think this is good for your community? Keep shoplifting, though. God. It's so dumb. Now, you reminded me of a good one I wanted to bring up, but I do have to have a little disclaimer. Do not shoplift Harry's razors. They are worth the price. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. You should pay for Harry's pay razors. Because here's the thing. They come in at a great value. You know, you you would be thieves out there. You would be no good, no do-gooders. Might see them on the shelves and go, oh, I might just pull a little five-finger discount. But then you're going to notice that the Truman Shave trial set is a $15 value for just $3. And you're going to go, what? Oh my God, I'll pay double. That's an amazing offer. But then you're going to ask, what's in that Truman Shave trial set? Well, happens to be a five-blade German-engineered razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover with blade replacement deliveries for just $2. Harry's is going to make self-care products better than ever before. They're going to have shaving creams for both before and after your shave, body washes, hydrating lotions, and more. They've got ergonomic weighted handles, and they basically own their own production line, so you know that they're going to be taking care of their own quality. I believe every official boy shaves. I don't think any of us are abstaining. No? No? Well, no, no, you're correct. I do know that when I need correct. to get it close and done and fully complete, the job is left up to Harry's. And you out there can upgrade to a razor and skincare routine that will have you looking your best with Harry's. Get a $15 Truman Shave trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash official. That's spelled H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash official for a $3 trial set. Anyhow. Um, uh, thank you, Harry's. Yeah. I, so, wait, just real quick. I, I, I Since we've only had one ad, I just want to quickly shout out Godslap Issue 3 is out. Godslapbook.com. It's uh, fantastic. Our best work yet. So go check it out. Did you pay for the slot? Yeah, I did. Okay. You, you'll notice it's in your bank account. I'm just, I'm just making open. sure. So Kaya, <laughs> you you are 100% correct with shoplifters often feel vindicated and often feel that they're in the right. Not I, only that, people feel that way. Like yeah. even like spectators on Twitter, they're like, that's good. Yep, that's great. Yep. Fuck yeah. That's what's um, most annoying to me. That Like I get the, uh, the person perpetrating uh, the, the actual thief because they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't think they were doing the right thing. Uh, well, I get, I get that. What's it's still dumb, but I get so it. What's so funny but is they don't have to think they're right when they do it from circumstance. If someone is struggling or needs food, they can, you know, shoplift and say, "Well, I have to do it." But they should never say, "This is the right thing to do." Yeah, because it's not. Yeah. It's theft. 
Um, it's not, it's but, not the ethical or moral solution. Yeah, yeah. To, to give myself a giggle yesterday, I was reading one-star reviews of, like, supermarkets and restaurants. Like, I found a fun little thread, and they were they were pretty funny, just people complaining about stupid shit and the manager's responses, etc. But one person wrote that they shoplifted from a high-end grocery store and they got caught by the manager. And the manager was like, come with me to the office and I won't call the police. You know, and and she went in there and gave all the info and she said, I was only shoplifting from your store because I'm a vegan and you have the best selection of <laughs> vegan foods. Uh, and then vegan food is just so expensive. And then the, the conflict <laughs> escalated and the manager did call the police and they put a mark on her record and she was complaining and said, I now have a mark on my record for absolutely nothing. Jesus, thanks yeah. a lot, store. And it's like, how fucking? I'll, I'll never steal here again. You've lost you my be? business. <laughs> how, how entitled could you possibly be? It's not thief accessible. I know. If you, if, yeah. you, if you are struggling to find food, you are not allowed to be on a diet. That's all there is to it. You are not yeah, allowed eat to be picky. Eat Doritos and noodles. Oh man. That's awesome. Oh, it's so funny. It's so, I can't I, believe I, there's people like that in the world. I hate it so much, these fucking... And it's like, <laughs> they're usually... The people, like, uh, talking about it online in positive terms, like the people saying, hey, it's not bad, you're, you're bad for saying he shouldn't uh, steal something. Or those kinds of people. They're usually not, like, the poor people. That <laughs> They're usually not, like, the people that are actually out there struggling or anything. It's usually, like, affluent people. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know what the reason behind all this sudden, <laughs> like... It doesn't affect them, that's why. Like, that well, DA uh, candidate that yeah, maybe. Twitter just read, he isn't going to be affected by this, neither is Seth Rogen. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not affected by any of their own policies. Like, again, California, crime-riddled, homeless-infested place where, like, everything is drenched in fentanyl. But not his gated community. In his nice gated community, he doesn't have to see any of that shit with his private security. It doesn't affect him. And if people break into your car, well, it's you know, kind of your problem, buddy. Get over yeah, it. Buy mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, bike garage. Yeah, move into this neighborhood instead. Why doesn't everyone just live in this in lavish, incredible, multi-million dollar yeah. house? Yeah, what are you guys why are you doing? all out there? Buy a house, stupid. Seth Rogen seems like the kind of guy to say, why are you homeless? Oh, he, he really does strike me as that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> just it's these, I don't even know how to describe them. Like these, you know, the defund the police types who then have like private Blackwater security with them 24-7. Yeah. It's like, well, it's easy for you to say, isn't it, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes. Oh, yeah, boy. So Can't stupid. wait to see him as Donkey Kong in the new movie, you know. <laughs> Ooh. That's going to be good. Uh, All right, well. This week. That was fun. Uh, did you guys um, see? I have a wacky one. It's not like a big topic, but it's something wacky. Did you see the Pentagon made a? Well, I don't even know if this is even fully true at the moment, but they made a <laughs> statement saying that they may have identified an alien mothership. <laughs> what? <No. laughs> I did yeah. see that, but it's basically just a hypothetical. Yeah, it was in a report just, where they said, "Well, hypothetically, what could happen? It could be an alien mothership like... out there." Yeah. <laughs> But the it fact that you like, said that is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. I keep telling you guys, like it's they're like slow drip admitting that there's something out there. 
and I don't know what, but it's, you guys see what I mean though? Like, the, it would no, it's no longer the old crop of like some hick claiming that he got abducted by a UFO and a, something put in his butt. It's like actual like old government contractors and shit coming out now and talking about all those secret projects that they used to work on. And I don't know if you've noticed, Kaya, but I've seen it because I talk about it on stream. Somehow, even with these like, you know, slow admittance of like, oh, there really might be something out there. <laughs> there's people that are like nope government's still lying to try and cover up the epstein <laughs> blacklist or the uh, epstein flight list <laughs> like the, somehow the conspiracy always goes deeper and now even Shifts. when they're being like upfront about this shit it's like oh it's because they're trying to hide this from uh, us to be fair that's also how i think i mean i just the problem is that no matter what the government says, I always assume it's ulterior so motive. Well, that's not okay. the point I'm making. The point this, I'm making is they are literally finally like admitting shit about this kind of thing, and it's still like not fully believable enough. But that, like, that, like, no, but that's I what know. Kai. That's what Kai is saying. That he's saying that them admitting it is cause for concern. Suspicious. Because now it's like that's what's, what's <laughs> like, the ulterior motive. Wait a minute, why did you guys deny this for like a hundred years and now all of a sudden you're like kind of sort of saying, yeah, yeah, maybe. What are you hmm. What are you trying to hide now? <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, it. I Is there something guess. worse than aliens I should be worried about? Is there like alien Super aliens? aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein was an alien and us killing him was out of the... He was the diplomat. <laughs> <laughs> On their planet, they fuck kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they commit horrible things, but it's their culture. Age is different on Epstein's planet. They have an economy of shoplifting on his planet. Age is different. Oh my god, that's like a hentai plotline right there. On my planet, she's a 2,000-year-old demon, actually. <laughs> well, didn't you watch Interstellar? If you're close to a black hole or something, time happens differently. So. Oh, <laughs> this race of incredibly intelligent interdimensional beings just uses time dilation to fuck children. <laughs> yeah, just a race of super advanced pedophiles. <laughs> Is that what Alex Jones meant by like fourth dimensional pedo vampires? Maybe he had a point. <laughs> FT's plane was actually a spaceship. <laughs> oh. Well, we oh, cracked the case. Yeah. <laughs> no what? That's what the government's actually trying to hide. Mm -hmm. The reason we don't communicate with them is because we don't see eye to eye on their policy of fucking kids. They're just disgusting. Yeah. Under wraps. Oh, speaking of planes, <laughs> Charlie, I saw you tweeted about this, which is yeah. hilarious. Um, Boeing. Now, for those who have not seen the headline, Boeing is in, uh, you know, legal trouble because their planes kept crashing and crashing. Yeah. And their lawyers are now arguing that they should not have to pay uh what was it like suffering, suffering or damages for the to the families of the dead because the people on the planes died so fast that they could not have suffered yeah <laughs> uh, yeah flawless <laughs> isn't that wait isn't the uh the whole point of suing for pain and suffering the pain and suffering caused to the living people like they've lost their family members? that's what i They're thought suffering. That's what I thought, but the lawyers are arguing that it's for, like, the pain and suffering experience from the people before they died. Which, I mean, you can still make the argument, like, even if they died quick, the planes go in, like, that issue that had the planes crashing had them go into a fucking nosedive, so they knew it was coming the whole way. So they would have literally suffered, like, mentally the entire way down. You can still... They... Don't, you, don't you pass out pretty quickly if uh, the G's are too high? Uh, probably. I don't know. 
But also, well, I think they're arguing not emotional distress, but physical pain. Yeah, so but, but according to the, the article, policy. How do you even quantify uh, physical pain? You can't. That's In their that... point. Boeing attorney cited an expert who said that the 737 MAX victims died painlessly because the airplane crashed into the ground so fast that their brains didn't have time to process pain signals from their nervous systems. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. That's such a brag. Hey, our planes crash so fast you won't even feel dying. <laughs> yeah. Right. Jesus Christ. But pain Very and suffering, cool like even if they, they can argue that it wasn't physical, you could easily turn around and make the argument that the emotional pain and suffering is still worth compensation. Yeah, so it's, mm -hmm. it just feels fucking worthless. It's just super scummy. Like it wasn't like some kind the of freak malfunction. They were well aware mm -hmm. of the problem and just didn't bother to fix it. They didn't want to spend the money. So it's, yeah, it was they should pay out the fucking ineptitude. wazoo. It was, it was almost malicious to some degree. Some yeah. would argue. Myself included. Um, but like... Yeah, like you said, it's a, you're not you're not paying the deceased. The pain is ultimately not an issue from my from my point of view. It doesn't matter how much pain they were in. You've snuffed lives, and now you have to pay retribution to those people who those lives mattered to. That's what the pain and suffering is, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I, I think that makes sense. They should pay out the ass, but absolutely, I guess we'll oh, absolutely, see if they will. Mm -hmm. Like, we're in such a tumultuous time uh, in the airline industry at the moment, I think. Like, we're kind of uh, recovering from <clears throat> COVID. Like, these these airline companies uh, have gone through a bit of, you know, the ringer and stuff like that. Surely they would want good perception at this time when the market is finally opening back up in a large way. Surely they would want the good press and, like, goodwill of the people. And this just flies in the face of that. Like, hey, we're not going to pay what is deserved to these victims because we're going to use some shitty excuse that we just made up. Like, come on. How tone yeah. deaf do you have to be? It, just pay the money. It's legal maneuvering. They're just coming up with any argument they can to say, well, we shouldn't have to pay because... And yeah, this and is keep what in they mind, yeah, I, I, this is also the company that uh, didn't want to pay to have their planes be, like, safe and not crash. <laughs> so it's not even surprising. Yeah, true. Yeah. And it, it is the responsibility, I suppose, uh, like corporate responsibility of of the lawyers to argue whatever case they can argue. But still, like, it's it's so tone deaf and it just feels so slimy because it is. It is, yeah. I, I If I remember correctly, there is a documentary on Netflix that I forget what it's called, but it's about this whole Boeing 737 MAX thing. And if I recall correctly, they introduced a change to their operating system, essentially, that caused all these crashes that hypothetically would be like possible to prevent and or turn off if you were the pilot and you knew how. They just didn't bother yeah, just teaching didn't the teach pilots anyone. how. Yeah, yeah they didn't, they they didn't want to pay to retrain the pilots. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to pay to retrain all of the pilots and, you know, um, airline companies it's, would not have bought the new planes if it meant having all of their staff retrained, but I think such a stupid I, yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. It was like a, it was a ploy to make the most money possible. Um, I think... I think the the maneuvering to turn off the um whatever the system is called on the plane uh was in like the notebooks like the tutorials like each each plane comes with the handbook or whatever on how to operate it um it was located in there but uh, yeah like you said the pilots had no, to be uh, retrained to fly that certain aircraft the the abbreviation was in there. I remember this distinctly. The, the manual did not actually have a guide on how to use it or turn it off. It just had an explanation of what the abbreviation stands for, not what it is or does. 
Well, okay, that's an issue here. <laughs> fucking assholes. They didn't want to pay uh, to reprint the, the manual. <laughs> what else is there? Anything new on the cuck front, Charlie? <laughs> no, same old, same old. Uh, Nothing's changed? No. Are you getting bored of it now? Eh, kind of. It's it's still kind That's of wacky fair. to listen to like the streams he goes on, but other than that, yeah, it's just kind of the same old. I feel like there was something I was talking about the other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys see uh, FDA is imposing new regulations on what the cereal companies are allowed to say when it comes to healthy cereals, and oh. it excludes like ninety five percent of all cereals, like from like General Mills, Kellogg's, and shit, because of how much sugar they have, and in the in response, they've now started arguing that this is stepping on their First Amendment rights to free to corporate free speech to call their cereals healthy. Uh, so they're trying to like strike back against the FDA. No, it's called false advertising. No, but they're saying that it's their free speech right to be able to call it healthy. And then they uh, even argue that sugar is actually very beneficial to childhood health. So <laughs> it's free speech to lie to yeah. your customers. I mean, it is technically, I guess. Technically it is, but in business law, it's not It's legal. It was so crazy reading about it last night. They were legit legitimately making arguments from like back in the 60s when they tried to like make sugar a hero. <laughs> they were saying, like, how sugar is extremely good for, like, a good, healthy overall diet. And then oh, they even boy. cited their own study that they paid for in 2019 to confirm their cereals are okay. That's it the classic so, move. That's the classic so fucking food move yeah. where you want to make a claim about your food. So you fund the studies and, like, cherry pick them and go, yep, that's what it is. Fucking, uh, I think it was Gatorade. The reason we think Gatorade is super duper hydrating is because all the hydration studies that support it were paid for by Gatorade to promote uh, it. Not surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know how we can trust anything that comes out of like food companies about their food. They're trying to sell a product at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely not. I No. Yeah. This is like the only thing that the government should be doing, if anything. I I also hate that like free speech libertarian fucking arguments where they just want I don't even know what they want. Like Rapture? Just an Ayn Randian, lesosphere capitalist hellhole? Where the wow, companies you, can just put fucking fentanyl in the... What the fuck the was that? You used, was that like a curse you just cast? What were those <laughs> words? Kaya, we're on the wavelength. Well, I understood Rand. what you said, don't worry. I, did, I didn't understand any of it. It came out like, <laughs> like actual old English. That was crazy. You said like lesfair? Uh, yeah, lesfair. I love that. You, you, yeah, I love that term. Wow. No, it just means unfettered capitalism. Like, Rapture and Bioshock is based on Ayn Rand's ideas, her philosophy of economics, where everybody is basically permitted to do whatever the fuck they want, and then it goes to shit. And when I was a teenager and played the games and I heard about this, I downloaded her books to read them, and it's like, you can't have this. Like, you can't just let capital, like, companies run amok without some checks. Mm -hmm. imbalances and it's the only thing the government should be doing which is why i hate libertarians who come in with the oh i thought you were for small government now you want all sorts of regulations it's like i want the small government when it comes to me and what i get to do not fucking companies fuck them yeah corporations like, is, have all the power like the government shouldn't be controlling my speech but it should be controlling the speech of fucking corporations yeah yeah 100 well yeah regulate them that's the that's their job if that's to what regulate they want these to, companies fairly yes 
each is, is like literally lying to children and their parents about the poison that they put in their products. Yeah. Yeah, what was the, um, man, I wish I remembered the history better, but Teddy Roosevelt came in when the companies were really fucking things up and running amok and he interested in uh, trust busting, which basically said, hey, you, you can't do that. You cannot be a company that's so big that you just eat up every other company. Stop was he, that. Was he the one that got rid of the, the railroad magnets? I believe. Magnates. I believe if he is, I'm proud that you know more about presidents than I do, Jackson. That's very impressive. <laughs> I, I mean, I assume because it was like 100, 200 years ago would have been. Yeah, probably, I know. I know the railroads so would have been steel like railroad. were a huge problem back then because yeah, it was one would... company that did literally all of it. Yeah, it was Monopoly. Um, yeah, so that's the only thing that made sense. It was the Rockefellers, know... right? Rockefellers and Vanderbilts, I believe, were the two. Yeah, you. Yeah, are you guys team. <laughs> it's interesting if that existed in this day and age. You think there would be like stands for each of those companies? A hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> I'm team sure. Vanderbilt. I wouldn't step foot on a Rockefeller train, <laughs> no sir. Yeah, the future we could have had. Damn yeah, you, Teddy Roosevelt. Well, things are better now, though. Instead of just one company running an entire service, it's three or four. Yeah, look at good. all the cell phones Across on Earth. Where do they come from? You know, I mean, it's always yeah. great whenever you show people like how the internet just converged into Google, Amazon, Apple, mm -hmm. Facebook, basically. Yeah, I have a. I have a DNS firewall thing and I can see like in the logs all of my traffic and it gives me neat analytics like okay here's all the like the majority of website traffic of your last 30 days and even though I use zero Google products like 30% of my traffic still flows through their servers which is just insane the dominance mm -hmm. they have and all this shit I, I follow I follow this one lady attorney for I think Activision Blizzard or Microsoft? You guys know how Microsoft is trying to uh, acquire Activision? By Activision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but the government is trying to prevent them because they're claiming that this would lead to a monopoly and it would cause an unfair market advantage well, for them. Well, it's mostly the EU, right? The EU is the one that is trying to prohibit it from what I understand. That could be old information. Though. The gaming business is so saturated, is though, you would think that's not a very strong argument. Um... I mean, companies buy other game, co like game companies buy each other all the time. Studios Microsoft constantly. Microsoft buys a ton though. Like this isn't their yeah. first big acquisition. Uh, they, they've bought a ton of a major lot. That players. is true. Yeah, yeah that is this true. This was also a still... huge acquisition. It was bigger than Twitter. And look at all the hoopla yeah, was... Twitter caused. Well, even, even it was 86 then, billion, I think. even then, if we're just looking at umbrellas, the gaming industry, just look at the uh, companies that run that. It's Sony... Uh, Ubisoft, EA, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Those are the big boys, you know? Yeah, and it, 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 like before this acquisition, Activision would have also been counted up there. Activision Blizzard would have been one of those things. So it is kind of a concern. I can get the concern when two of those start to merge and form one super company. Um, but at the same time, I don't think we're quite at like the monopoly stage of the games industry yet. But I mean, we could eventually definitely yeah, definitely the, the, possible definitely the fear is there i get it right um i don't know yeah yeah i don't know that's when it comes to like the government and companies i'm like always like this example i'm the asian dude from godzilla you know how he the meme where he's looking on the horizon and godzilla is let fighting another fight. kaiju yeah <laughs> let them fight as long as they fight each other they leave us alone maybe for a little bit and we can remain unfucked for just a split well, second. Also, companies, 
companies fighting is the lead cause for like innovation, at least at the mm-hmm. moment. Uh, lead cause for innovation and like uh, better, better like prices for us. Yeah, so it's a good thing when they fight. That's, that's the, the competition whole... argument. Yeah, you need that, competition. Yeah. Yeah, I want yeah. them to fight each other. Like the worst thing you can have is when a government and the companies work together, where you know they each do what the other is technically not permitted to do. It's like when the government wants to shut someone up. They can't do that technically because of the First Amendment. But as we've seen, they can't tell Twitter to just delete someone's account. And, you know, when a company wants to get rid of one of their competitors, they can't really do some sleazy shit most of the time. But they can bribe their local politician to introduce new regulations that they yeah. can meet, but that their smaller You're competitor totally right. cannot meet. It's like so, the rule of two from Star Wars. They sit Lord. <laughs> Everything goes back to Star Wars. That's exactly what we were all thinking, Sonic. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> That's still one of Qui-Gon Jinn's best statements. It is. It's so pro- it's so prophetic. It's it, profound. It, yeah, yeah, it just describes the whole series. There's always a bigger fish. Well, it, it, well, it describes life. Well, really. what really compounds it is before the setup is genius because Obi-Wan his line is power's back. And it instills that there's power back in the Jedi when he turns yeah. the lights back on on the boat. It's great foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the fish line really brings it back down to earth and really mm-hmm. makes you think about yeah. your place in the universe. It, it, which is what it, what's important with Star Wars. Really. It dictates their characters. Obi Wan is a dreamer. He's kind of a seeing ahead, you know, grand big picture. Whereas Qui Gon Jinn is very very subtle, very down to earth, very regular, very keeping the peace. And those two lines right there, you could analyze for hours on their significance. Yeah. You know what I think is super impressive about that line? Is that they obviously placed it there in the first movie, uh, knowing that it would be paid off by the end of the series. Because yeah. eventually Palpatine does return and he is the biggest fish. Well, another another incredible part of that line is they put it in the movie as a joke and yet no one in the theater laughed. And that's crazy to me. That's incredible that they took that risk. Yeah, it paid off though. Really, it It paid off. It did. It's made a lot of money. I was I was so impressed when no one laughed in the audience. Yeah, it's like wow. I almost wanted to laugh out of pity, but I knew no one in the movie would hear me, so I just refrained. Speaking of not laughing, did any of you see the new Shazam? No, but I heard it's trash. Yeah, I saw it. It is actually just kind of sad that the movie got made. Like it, it, it clearly, (laughs) like they. They had no story to tell. It oh. really feels like the most phoned-in shit ever. It it is a it is disastrous. That's impressive for DC. Wow. It is well, it's because the whole universe is getting reset. This actually just feels like they were like contractually obligated to make a second one and had to. Even the director has made a statement on Twitter saying like, "Yeah, I'm not surprised. We all saw where this was heading, but I got he paid walked up that front. back. Wow. Oh, did he? He said it was a joke. Oh. Yeah, he said that it was a joke. I think that was very um, much rooted in honesty, though. Like, no one's surprised by how poor the movie's doing in the box the office. Adam He's usually universe, a good director, right? too. I like David Sandberg. Yeah, um, I don't even think yeah. it's his fault. I, I really don't. I think when The Rock refused to be the villain and play ball with it, they kind of really had to scramble to make something out of Shazam 2, and they fucking failed. Wait, but The Rock is... to be the villain? Yeah, yeah isn't The Rock Adam. in the movie? 
No, he's not in the movie at all. He Black Adam has his own standalone film. He's not in the new Shazam. I, even I first, which was also apparently Oh my god, I thought that was the new Shazam the movie. I I forgot those are two totally separate movies. They are, yeah. Yeah, I bet Holy I bet it was shit. Rock saying, "No, I want I want my own movie. Put me in my own movie. Yeah, well, that, I want to be the leading figure." So that Black, was the whole thing, yeah. Black Adam is literally the main antagonist of Shazam. So who the fuck is the protagonist in the Black Adam movie? Well, the dragon, Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam's a. Pr- well, do you mean Black who's Adam's the, the bad guy? <laughs> no, he's the he's the I, I he's the good not. guy in Black what? Adam. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's the good guy. He's literally is Black the Adam. E- usually Black a Adam bad is guy? literally the evil Shazam. That's the whole point. Well, not well, not in this the, universe. I remember. <laughs> so I I never finished Black Adam. I saw it like halfway through or most of it, and then I got bored. But he gets resurrected. He's kind of just selfish. He isn't really evil. He just says, "I don't care about these pitiful mortal bullshit modern day Egypt." And then some kid convinces him to care. I don't know. So he he does end up being nice, kind of, sorta. Well, he becomes the hero. Oh my god, yeah. dude! I'm 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 tired of what Dwayne Johnson. No, no, no. So so Dwayne is the highest grossing actor in Hollywood. Like his movies are the biggest movies. He's a great choice. But what they should have done as a compromise is keep him as the villain, but have him get like the biggest billing. Be like the Rock is in this movie. Go watch it for the Rock. But, yeah, like the Scorpion King. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a very good example. But so instead, they made it be... its own movie where they made the villain the good guy. That What? So they just gave, they gave a him a different villain to fight. Uh, like, there, there were, uh, he starts as, like, a morally gray person because he kills some of the people, like the bad guys. Then eventually a kid's like, you got to stop killing. And he's like, okay, I'll stop killing and I'll be a good guy. And just then he becomes a good guy. Oh, nice. no. That's the kind of redemption story I can get behind when a little kid tells you what to do so and you again, do it. What, what's his aversion to playing a bad guy? I don't know. I, I've only read that was his main complaint. Apparently he joined because he wanted to be opposite of Superman, but then they canned Cavill, which lost them The Rock as well. So the mm. whole... What? So pretty much everything they were doing with Shazam died on the spot because of that. <laughs> isn't, isn't Cavill now doing a Netflix show where he just reads the lore of Warhammer? That was so disappointing. Yeah. Like, I thought he was making an actual Warhammer <laughs> yeah, show. everyone did. Was... Everyone thought it was going to be this big, well-crafted, like, leading man Warhammer story, and it's just him sitting on a couch reading the Lord of the Games. I'm so, <laughs> how, I was so disappointed when I found out that's what it was. should have just started a YouTube channel instead. It literally, it would have been Walmart, better as a YouTube so. series. Straight up, would have been cheaper, too. Yeah, but they're paying him to read it. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. It's, yeah. We, we know why. It's, it's on I that yeah, true, true, yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you guys... Uh, are you guys done with uh, superhero movies? Oh, they fucking suck. I, I am so tired of superhero movies now. They're, they're too, all man. exactly can the we, same. There's Charlie, nothing can interesting. We, Charlie, can we at least see The Flash? Because it's going to be such a train yes. wreck of trying to save yeah, it. Of well, yeah, well, yeah. well, of course. Yeah, still, I, yeah. I still, I don't watch that. I still see them for the moist meter, but they are just mm. not fucking good. They're not fun anymore. They're, there's no, like, creativity. Well, there, mm. there hardly ever was, to be honest, but, like, Really, now everything is so milk toast and yeah, and, boring, and a big thing that they lost, know? and they still have not recovered from Endgame, like the the build up, the adventure, the the hype, the whole oh, who's coming next, and what are they going to contribute? That was fun, even if their movie wasn't great. You still enjoyed seeing their origin and what brought them into the team that's going to fight Thanos. But now that's done. 
And DC never really even had anything like that. So now you get you get not only Marvel not knowing what the fuck to do and how to generate that same buzz, but you also have DC just going, hey, we're making superhero movies because we're making superhero movies. And it, it just it's boring. They're all uh, just boring. It's so it's so fucking DC's bad. only good movies were when they like Stop trying to make a superhero movie. Well, what's funny is like, DC... Even the Batman wasn't really a superhero movie. When DC goes to the old school stuff, they do a great job. Their animated superhero movies are on the whole yeah, good. That. They're not amazing, and some of them are kind of bad, but most of them are good. They're well animated. They're good plots. They're good. And they're simpler. But they're, yeah. their big budget Hollywood shit is just not... It's just trash. Yeah, I'm just I I can't I can't force myself to go watch superhero movies anymore. I really can't. <laughs> it's painful. There's just nothing in the movies anymore. Like whenever I look at it's tickets, it's the just entire to... movie industry. <laughs> I know it really has. Yeah, it just it's depressing. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can like, just what go happens? see for fun. What happens to the movie industry after this when uh, superhero movies inevitably inevitably do like? die to some degree yeah what's I, the I, next I trend just such a i don't big... know but i i i am excited for when that happens because i know we're gonna get some of the wackiest shit ever <laughs> i just saw a trailer last night i feel like we're in that we're in that era it's coming up andrew you and i need to see this with aaron there's a movie coming up with russell crowe called pope's exorcist and oh, it's about i heard of that yeah so russell crowe's an exorcist and he's battling demons but they make it like some kind of fucking action film <laughs> it's so goofy looking it looks like amazing no, 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 no. Not at all like Constantine. He's literally just like this chubby exorcist who goes around, talks to demons, and they're like, So you're the exorcist, eh? And then he's oh, like, Yes, I am, man. and he burns them. That's <laughs> so stupid. He is so chubby in that movie. I am really excited for Pope's Exorcist. I saw the trailer last night, and I'm, I'm beyond hype. Yeah, it really is filmed like an action movie. That's so yeah. funny. There's a scene where, like, <laughs> like a lady's rising from the ground in front of him, and Russell Crowe goes, My faith has been rewarded! And then it's the lady's <laughs> face, and she's like, Ah! And he's like, Oh! <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I'm surprised Russell Crowe's still working. I can't fucking wait for that film. You know, Russell Crowe's in an incredible comedy movie that I don't think many people have seen. Which one? Ah, uh, fuck, I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, it had uh, Ryan... Ryan... Was he attractive, Ryan? Ryan Gosling. No. Gosling. No. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. You know. Well, Reynolds uh, is was, also attractive. Was... Don't undersell him. Yeah, yeah, one, you're one hundred percent. But uh, Ryan Gosling is more attractive. It was the Nice Guys. Yeah. If if you want a good comedy movie, watch the Nice Guys. It was fantastic. <laughs> I actually you know, like. You made me Google Pope's Exorcist, and turns out the Pope actually has a right hand man exorcist. And now I'm looking at his photos, and it's just this old turtle looking <laughs> man holding a fucking crucifix in my face. He kind of has style, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Russell Crowe is such an enigma of a human because he's this yeah. schlubby looking, depressed man who you would think would play like the exasperated dad or like the kind of just disgruntled factory worker, but he always plays these big action roles. I fucking love this guy. All of his photos are the same. It's him staring down the camera and holding his crucifix into the camera. Isn't Look it cool? Chance. Isn't it fucking cool? I am so excited for Pope's Exorcist. Oh, no, I'm talking about the real one. Oh, well, that's, the, a real that's, exorcist. The, that's literally the trailer, too. If you look at the trailer, it is actually just that as well. Half the time, it's just him shoving the crucifix at the camera. Holy shit. 
that's awesome. Oh, speaking of actors, um, we talked about the whale last week. Have you talked about the fat shaming? Oh, yeah, sorry, the um, oh, right, what right, call right. it? Just yeah, from USA Today, the controversy around the whale Oscar win for best makeup and hairstyling. Does anybody have that tweet of somebody going that this is so offensive to me and whatnot? I know what tweet you're talking about. You, it's the, you is it the one where it. they? Is is it the one where they're talking about how it should have been played by like a real six hundred pound actor and that this is a disgraceful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The point you, I'm trying uh, to make here is that other somewhere. oppressed minorities have made it clear that it is not okay for the white wealthy elite to write slash direct slash star in movies about them. This should apply to fat people too, as we are an even as we are an oppressed minority. This film also won best makeup slash hair. You know the the gall. The absolute gall of someone to say that overweight so, people are a minority in America. <laughs> so, Kaya, here's the point the I brought audacity. up. And I, here's the point I brought up, and I still think it's super relevant. If you're going to make that point, if you're going to say, okay, that fat people should play these roles, let me ask you a question. Name a single talented Hollywood actor who is over 500 pounds. Mm. Yeah, Brendan Fraser plays a 600 pound man in The Whale, so their argument is, well, fat people should play fat characters. Okay, name a big name Hollywood actor who is over 500 pounds. I can think of maybe one, and I don't even think she is. Is Precious that large? I don't think she is. I don't think uh, so. That's 300. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think there's one that even comes close. Exactly. She lost weight to finish. Yeah, she did. She did lose yeah, weight. She went point. from yeah. 300 to 150, apparently. But she, but she is a large actress, and she's known for playing large characters. And yeah, that's the only one I could what think maybe settle... would ever even come close. But no, okay, not even. Except if like Christian Bale gained weight and became 600 pounds, or is that like doing fat face? Yeah, he did that, did that though. Yeah, he did that for that uh, 70s crime thriller where he played a guy with a big, a big gut. I watched that movie. Uh, what's okay, it called? I'm talking 600 pounds, and I'm asking if they would accept that or if they oh, would say yeah. this is still like mockery. You're appropriating of- my weight. <laughs> appropriating my weight. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part about this article, by the way, is hang on, Control F. Um, Some experts have argued roles like this should go to actors who naturally have these body types. And I just want to know who naturally has a body type of 600 pounds. This is not a natural body type. You actually have to fight nature quite hard and consistently to get that fat. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like we've kind of lost sight of what acting is as well, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like... uh... The, the entire point of acting is to portray something that, that you're might not, not perhaps yeah. be real or mm-hmm. what you might not be. But yeah, it's, it's dumb. What yeah, otherwise, it's say? just called a documentary. If you're just playing yourself, that's not acting. It's literally not acting, technically speaking. The whale do you think, for... uh... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, just real quick. Do you think Forrest Gump could have been made today? I, I think I think it's well ho- it's harmless enough that it could. I don't I don't think it's an offensive portrayal of that type of person. I think it's yeah yeah. I think well, it's tasteful it, enough. Is the whale well, an offensive portrayal of yeah? Being that's what fat? I was going to say. Fat people, it now, definitely if we, if, is. If we go back, if we go back and say, all right, now instead of if Tom Hanks wasn't portraying someone with a mental disability, what if it said he was portraying someone who was fat? And Forrest Gump was a beast. <laughs> what about that situation? Would that be too offensive? 
they, instead Apparently. of running, he rolls across America. <laughs> <laughs> he builds up momentum and crushes a child on a bike. Wait, there was a movie. Who, who, who killed? No, who ate Gilbert Grape or something? What was that? What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, that's it. Uh, was ate? that was that woman? <laughs> well, that was the eating in that movie. Um, was the was the mum in that wearing a fat suit or was she legitimately that fat? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't don't even seen know it. the movie. Yeah, you don't know what's know eating Gilbert Grape? <clears throat> no. Okay. I know the movie. I've just never watched it. It's good. It was young Leonardo DiCaprio and Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. So yeah. Going back to that though, do you guys think that Tom Hanks could have wore a fat suit and got away with it? Aww. So are you asking if it depends on the actor getting away with it? Um. Like, do you do you think that Brendan Fraser being the choice is offensive to them? Like, what if it was a fat actor? No. So, so let's picture this scenario. Imagine it's a fatter actor, like uh, I don't know, Seth Rogen or someone larger, and he puts on a fat suit to get even fatter. Do you think they'd be okay with that? That's a good hmm. question. Uh, because they are technically overweight, so they yeah. are fat. Mm. but not as fat so they right. still so, so yeah and they and they put up press releases like we really wanted this guy to just be large and you know i had the body type but <laughs> rather than commit to it we wanted to enhance the effect you know for movie for the movie do you think they'd be okay with that fuck i don't know I think it's. it's I, I think the answer is very easy. It, there is nothing that you can make today that's going to be squeaky clean. Someone's always going to mm. find something to be mad about. So, no True. matter what no, you absolutely. do, they are going to be upset about that. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But this one actually gained traction. It had a lot of I, every like, single complaint ever gains traction. I I just. I don't know. I feel like, like this one actually gained a lot of traction, but maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, because of salty fat people. I read that. I don't yeah, know I guess there's a lot of fat people. CDC, again, I, my mind is blown that they claim to be an oppressed minority. I think the CDC now says 94% of Americans are overweight. Like some flavor Holy of overweight. I read surprised. this on CNN, actually. I don't know if they were citing the correct number from the CDC, because that seems wild. That seems outrageously high, yeah. I, obesity is a that huge does. thing in America, but 94% of people are somewhat overweight is a crazy stat that I don't, I don't see. Believe that, that I don't believe. Yeah, I feel like they must have made a typo too. Um, I would believe like 60%. Yeah, I'd even go as high as like 70 maybe, but anything more than that just sounds outrageous. Doing a quick... Doing a quick I little Google it. and kind of scrolling around, it seems about 75 to 65 percent of people in America are overweight, with about 40-ish percent of those, pe or 40, 40 of that percent being obese. Yeah, I'm looking at the yeah. same. So around so se about 70 percent, I would say, is a safe estimate for overweight people. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense to me. I think that's there's, believable. There's got to be one good actor in that demographic, right? Forty percent of America. There's got to be somebody who, who, can who act. is who is the <laughs> most popular fat actor right now? Because a lot of them lost weight. Huh. Hmm. That's a good I question. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like the work ethic required to be in a lot of movies is exists in stark comparison to what it takes to get fat. So if you've got the determination and motivation to do a lot of the things that acting requires, I feel like that goes hand in hand with weight loss itself. Um, so that's probably why you see fat actors lose weight over time. Like, uh, who, who was that like kind of chubby dude, uh, comedian, Jonah Hill, comedy actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah Jonah and he Hill. lost weight. And I, my brain for fat actor always goes to Jack Black, but he, I'm pretty sure he lost weight. And it really isn't that fat anymore, if if at all. It's it's usually like after retirement, if at all, yeah. they start gaining weight or whatever. Seth Rogen um, is a chubby boy, but even then, he lost a lot of weight. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, Kevin Smith, maybe, but even Kevin Smith kind of got buffed. Yeah, Ricky Gervais used to be movie. chunky, <laughs> and he's not anymore. Like every everyone on this list, I literally looked up fat actors, and nearly everyone on this list. That's a really big name. Lost weight. Maybe it's just I'm not cool. Yeah, this wasn't even that fat. This list is mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah some of them are kind of mean. <laughs> okay, wait. I, I think I have an answer. Kevin James might be the most prolific fat actor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Even if what's crazy, though, is like maybe early he was, but like nowadays, he is not even like... I don't even think most people will look at him and be like, oh, wow, he's like fat, fat. They'd mm -hmm. be like, oh, he's a little out of shape. Like dad butt kind of. Yeah, like almost like a pseudo dad butt almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he really doesn't look that no, fat. No, he's really not. No, no just one on maybe, this list. Just maybe for like the early 2000s, he would have been considered like fat. But now it's just more like, oh, he's he's not in good shape. There's plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of fat actors who are, like, dead, like, uh... Yeah. John uh, Candy. Who's the yeah. guy from Saturday Night Live? Uh... Oh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley was a famous fat actor. Like, like, plenty from the past who were just actually just, yeah, he's fat. But, you know, now, who is a famous current going actor who's just genuinely fat? I don't know. Can't think of any, yeah. Yeah, it's just hard. Maybe they're right. Maybe there isn't representation. The mm. guy who played um, the Kingpin, maybe. Oh no! Um, Even then, who he's is not that? really that. Pruitt Taylor Vince, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. Will we count James Corden? Is he even really an actor? He is unfortunately an actor, and he is <laughs> not very fat. Yeah, he's not like super yeah. fat. Again, like a chubby bear kind of. Yeah, chubby is definitely yeah. the word. Oh my god, every yeah, single one Yeah, so what the fuck is them. Hollywood supposed to do? So, we're basically going through the motions of being a hiring agent, or whatever the fuck they're called, a casting agent, so... There's no names. Who do you hire if you need a 600-pound actor? Well, it's... The fat person complaining online. Yeah, and that's, that's just to placate them. The real crux of it should be you hire the best actor for the role. Yeah. And if you believe... Yeah, that's the point of acting. Yeah, if Christ. you believe for your movie about a recluse shut-in who has horrible health habits, if you believe Brendan Fraser is the choice, then you Tammy hire Slayton. Brendan Fraser. Uh-uh, Tammy Slayton. If, look, in all seriousness, if I had to hire somebody for this role, I would just go through the TLC Rolodex. They have yeah. so many fat people on call. <laughs> we, we have the technology uh, to, in, in fat suits to make people fat without, like, sacrificing their health. 
Why would we? Yeah. Why wouldn't we do that? Why don't people complain at the same time when they make characters taller for movies? For example, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is short in real life, but in every God single movie, right he is. in every single movie, he's filmed from angles that make him look tall. We no, don't complain. Entirely new camera shooting techniques to mask his height. <laughs> My favorite fact factoid about that was that he like walks on platforms to make him yep. equal heights with all the other actors. And yeah, <laughs> and, and yet no one complains. They laugh and they say, "Haha, you don't have a whole group of insecure short people going." Oh, Tom Cruise is show his real height. Show him as he is. <laughs> because the consensus on short men is they might as well kill themselves. Nobody ever stands up for them. <laughs> Isn't it? It's like people are so fucking mean towards just like they short really people. Are. They are so mean. It's there like is zero motion anywhere in the culture to like cut them any slack. That and bald people, a hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Bald, like, bald people are the biggest binary spectrum of hair. You're either a jacked up, <laughs> roided, macho man who looks awesome bald, or you're the most pathetic, disgusting creature on the planet. <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah, so the future's not looking good. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my representation? <laughs> Yeah, no one ever yeah. stands up for short guys. I think it's about time. I'll be a short right well, No, they are standing up. We just can't see them, Charlie. That's not true. Tom Cruise doesn't even embrace his real height. He's my size, and he looks tall on the screen, whereas I, true, I certainly true. wouldn't. Would you Would you prefer... Um, what was I going to say? Would you prefer to be short or bald? Short. Like, actually short. Like, Ooh. five foot two. Oh, fuck. Um... It, or is that too short? Is that like a that's, legal that's dwarfism? Like, that's really, really short. I don't know. That's I, I maybe think five it's easier foot to wear three. a good wig than yeah. like walk on stilts. I'd pick bald but every I, time. I, I feel like you'd be able to get away with being. I guess you could with bald as well if you had like a good personality and like were really uh, charismatic. Yeah. I, I'd pick I guess bald. you can still do that with I, bald. I think if you're just looking at it from aesthetics, you know, both of them, it's more attractive to be taller and have hair, yes. But in terms of utility, being tall is way <laughs> more convenient than being short. Like top shelves of things, roller yeah, coasters, etc. You can really provide for your woman. Yeah. That Whereas I can't think can of reach the top shelf. I can't think of many things in life where they go, uh uh, sorry, you're bald. We can't sorry. No. Not allowed. <laughs> you, totally. but you can for short? Oh yeah, roller coasters. Roller coasters. Right. Well, there's always a certain things short people like legitimately can't fucking do like physically. Yeah, basketball. I, you Whoa. know, playing, playing basketball, being tall. I'm not Cheap saying shot. you can't. I'm just saying it's easier when you're tall to play basketball. Well, who's the who's the shortest professional basketball? Like, wasn't he like four foot nine or something? Muggsy Bogues was five three, I believe. Ooh, smaller. Oh, than that's impressive. Ball. Yeah, how does he dunk? He doesn't. How did he play? He's, he he rode on another player's shoulders every game. He was oh. extremely good on defense. He was known for his lockdown defense. I think he's five three. Let me double check. Mm. Maybe uh, they put him in another player like Krang. What's one point six meters? That doesn't seem. Yeah, he was five three. Just double checked. He was five three. Oh, that is five wow. three. Charlie, let me ask you a question. Do you think? If you hired the same crew that makes Mission Impossible, those movies, and they filmed an action movie of you using the same Tom Cruise angles to make you look the same height as everyone else, could you yourself reasonably be convinced that you were that tall for that moment? No. 
absolutely not. I'll, no, I'll always okay. know deep down I'm not that. <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you could convince an audience with that style of filming? Oh, well, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of the style of filming. Right. Well, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Tom Cruise is actually shorter than Charlie. So yeah. Tom Cruise is super, super tiny. He's a very tiny man. Wait, He's I, five foot five. Oh, yeah, he is. I thought he was like five, six or five, seven. He's he's in between five foot five and five foot six. So I'm just going down for you. Hey, thanks. Um, <laughs> God, that is so down. that's so fucking funny though, because I think I and nearly everyone else on the planet has a mental image of him being fairly tall because of the movies. Because he's an action superhero. Yeah, and then you basically. just meet him in real life, and you have to look down at him. That's insane. That's crazy. Look down. <laughs> it, literally, I would have to crank my neck to stare Tom Cruise in the eyes. It's weird. Even in like normal photos with his kid and his wife from years ago, he really doesn't look. He doesn't look short. It's all about like your perception of a person. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm posting this picture. There's a picture of him and his and his child and his girlfriend oh, or wife yeah. or whatever. It's like, yeah, if you like compare him to the bin next to him, <laughs> yeah, well, if he's, you he's compare a bit him to short. his wife, who's taller than him, or seems only taller. slightly, only slightly. Nearly every photo of him, though, if you look, he's either uh, wearing really large boots or platform shoes to help with his height. True. Yeah, actually, he is wearing platforms. Though. Yeah. He's a short man. Yeah. Wow. He's just embraced being side. short. It's, it's getting offensive to me now, actually, the more we talk about this. Because <laughs> you're seeing a successful short person. Well, I'm seeing a successful short person who refuses to be open about his shortness. Yeah, true. That is pretty offensive. Yeah. Maybe, maybe being short is what made him great, and now he's turned his back on the community. <laughs> I think well, being a Scientologist is what made him famous. No, he Open was a, he doors. was an actor before. He was an actor before he was a Scientologist. Yeah, it was just another step well in his career that made him more famous. If yeah. you so if if you were like starting as an actor and like Scientologist guys came up to you and said, "Hey." Join our crew, and you can be the next Tom Cruise. Basically, <laughs> I've taken that off. Yeah, absolutely. No <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I just have to go to your goofy Zenu meetings every couple quarters or whatever. I'm down. <laughs> they also garnish your Wait, wages, that... though. Keep in mind. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You're Tom Cruise. You're fucking Tom Cruise. He, he, he escaped shortism. He's not yeah. short in our minds anymore. They made him tall. He converted to Scientology, but he's still short. They couldn't fix that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that disproves their religion right there. Tom Cruise got the happy Scientology ending. Wasn't Will Smith also one? Uh, well, stop? I wouldn't say Will Smith is winning at all anymore if you look at what's been That's going what on with him. He got the bad ending. Yeah. He's, he's the alternate <laughs> bad him. ending. He, Tom Cruise got the true ending. Will Smith got like... Ending C. Yeah, Tom Cruise <laughs> went through the game twice yeah. and collected all the collectibles. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ending without the cinematic is just text that says your wife fucked other men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no cutscene. It just fades to black with an auto-scroll text of just all the horrible things that happens to you and then game over on the screen. Yeah, really disappointing. You died. <laughs> your son looks like this. Great marriage felled. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have 
Is anyone here like a Diablo fan? I have never really liked no. Diablo, but I have been really liking 4. I finished the beta Same. last night. 4 is so good. Yeah, th- it's so fun. The story there... is also really interesting. Wasn't there yeah, a weird like, thing where you could get a beta code by like eating at McDonald's or something going on right now? Was it KFC? I think it was KFC. Or you can just pre-order the Got game, it. but yeah. Yeah, you can just pre-order the game. Uh, it is it is really it's really fucking good. And Blizzard, I fucking you know hate their sexual harassment stuff <laughs> as as one should. <laughs> but they their cutscenes are just next level. They like, are legitimately Holy next yeah. level. They have been yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, like, Ever since I don't understand 3. why. I don't understand what they're fucking doing differently that other game studios can't do. Like they they, they have an in house team obviously working on this because it it is constantly so good, and the cutscenes are fucking incredible. So, so, such a surprising twist for me because I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I love it. Disappointing twist though, when remember how everybody for like a decade begged them to make a Warcraft movie and then they did and it's yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, was that them specifically, like their their animation team making that movie? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the story and everything just sucked ass. Yeah, it had zero yeah. of the magic that made the Blizzard cutscenes fun to watch. Yeah, but that's my uh, thing. I liked this week was Diablo. Yeah, very good. I am shocked mm. at how much I've enjoyed it. Uh, my, what, what are you playing, Jackson? Um, fuck Rogue. Oh, nice. I'm playing a sorcerer. That shit is so fucking busted. I got some crazy drops for my chain lightning hydra build. I can just drop entire zones like instantly. Yeah, my my uh, girlfriend was playing sorcerer with with me, and she like she's she's not a gamer at all. She doesn't play games. She really enjoyed it, and she was also just knocking over content super easily. Yeah, which might be an issue. I'm not it's sure. Gonna be, it's gonna be the game design. It's absolutely gonna be turned down like when the full game comes out because it's it is just too fucking strong. Yeah. I died a single it, time throughout the entire beta, and it's because I was face tanking because some of my items gave me some like life leech, so I could actually just face tank everything. But I got yeah. I got she didn't. She didn't die at all. She legitimately didn't die at all. Apart from uh, so we, we went we went and fought the. It's extreme. Sorcerer is extremely easy. I don't know about Sorcerer's the other really ones. Good, yeah. Rogue, I had to kind of play around with like the tool set uh, to really dominate. But like, yeah, I think all they're all tuned pretty. Or maybe it's just the world tier two is like easy. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, we we did we faced the there was a world bus during the beta. I don't know if you did that. Uh, we went we went and fought that with like 16 other people, which was really cool. And we didn't come close to beating. We just constantly were dying, but it was still super fun. I didn't I didn't see the um, world boss. It happens like every eight hours or something. Mm. Apparently, I'm not sure, but yeah, it's super fun, super great game. Can't, I'm like I'm actually excited for it now. Uh, I don't know how the monetization is going to be for it after Diablo Immortal. Like it's kind of hard to predict how greedy they're going oh, to yeah. be. Yeah. Oh man, I yeah. forgot about that. Didn't I have to like. 27 different kinds of currency to fuck you yeah, out. Yeah, you money. can pay like $113,000 and still not have like good <laughs> things or something. God. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, you don't know how greedy they're going to be. Um, that's that's the concern and it, and it is Blizzard, so who knows. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Do we want to make any predictions on if Trump's going to go to prison? We don't have to get political with it or anything, okay. but I, I'm interested in seeing if you guys think he's actually so, going to get disclosure. indicted. We're recording on Monday. He said yeah. he would get arrested on Tuesday, but Trump says a lot of things, so... Yeah. But apparently, like, from everything I've heard, it is looking likely. Like, I've heard from other sources 
online that uh, it is looking like likely. I'm not sure though. What do you guys think? I don't Just know enough about it, but I I'm very curious to see. Martyr. It would Wouldn't be super interesting. Yeah, I mean, it would put him back in the spotlight, right? And like, kind of weaponize his base or whatever. Yeah, well, energize, not weaponize. But I'll, I think yeah. it's because of the Stormy Daniels thing, because he paid off a hooker basically through his lawyer, and then he writ, wrote it off as like a campaign expense or something. Which yeah, I guess which is, is a no no. Which is a no no. But it's also such a petty thing to arrest someone over. Like this is so obviously just a vengeance thing. But at the same time, okay, if it's funny, I'm all for it. I guess. <laughs> Well, also, you shouldn't be doing illegal things, obviously. But, like, the timing <clears throat> is suspicious, to say the least. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. What happens <laughs> What happens if he goes to jail and he's elected while he's in prison? What happens then? <laughs> that would be, oh, awesome. be crazy. <laughs> Can he does, pardon himself <laughs> from prison? Does the prison become the new de facto White House? Do they have to, like, work from the prison? How does that work? I'm curious. Can a, f- can a felon run for president? I, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Can they? I don't know. I don't think they can vote in many states. But they I don't can't, know they they can can't vote. I don't think they can vote on a state level, but I, I don't think there's anything prohibiting them from running for president. I'm not sure, though. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But, like, I have heard that uh, if he does go to prison, the Secret Service has to follow him into there. <laughs> so that's quite a <laughs> that's shitty awesome. job. <laughs> to protect him in the this... prison shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. President, you dropped the soap. Don't. <laughs> they have like three different Secret Service guys diving on top of it. <laughs> Get down, Mr. President. Holy fuck. No, not like that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, like th- that That uh, would kind of suck <laughs> if, you, if you were assigned to that detail, if you had to go to prison to protect the president. Oh I, I'm God, super interested suck. in seeing how this, how this uh, plays out. It'll be interesting. I don't know. Um, I feel like it's going to be a total nothing burger. That's kind of probably. what I'm expecting. Most likely. Things are rarely fun anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, did you guys want to wrap? I yeah, would we love to wrap. I got to get going. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the official podcast. We hope you had a fun time. You can continue the fun by heading on over to patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes, bonus content. I uploaded a few days ago. There's a new bonus episode up for your ears to listen to. Other than that, we hope you have a very safe and pleasant week ahead of you. Goodbye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye, guys.